It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, welcome back. Double team time. Did I that? <clears throat> Did you what? <laughs> All right, welcome back. How are we doing? Welcome to another episode. Okay, I'm really, I'm not doing that intro ever again. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm trying out new material. She wants to change up her intro, but I don't know what material. that was. But. I don't know what that was, but that is next from the list. Um, anyways, welcome back to the pod. One of our fave guests. We have Matic Coach. And author Irene Morning. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's just completely butchered that. I don't what really know that? what I'm doing. But she's been on the pod before, so thanks for coming back. Yeah, yeah. happy to be here. Yay, we're well, glad to have you. Yeah, how's life? I know you just had a big move. It's good. I'm in a lot of transition yeah. and haven't actually stopped moving since Burning Man yet. So <gasps> like, oh, I forgot you went to Burning Man. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you did. I was like, on both sides, you both went, <gasps> Okay, actually, yeah, give us a low down on that. Like, uh, uh, Did you have a fun experience? How was it? I So I'm... I'm an odd duck when it comes to Burning Man. I've had a really contentious with, relationship with it until this year. Okay. Uh-huh. And me going this year was me being like, okay, this is kind of my last-ditch effort to like make peace with it. Yeah. And I came out of it like, Oh my god, I love Burning Man. Really? Oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay. Even yeah. considering all the weather shit that happened? Yeah. I mean, wow. that part was like not not that bad for me personally. Okay. Um You had a good setup and everything with your camp. Yeah, had a good setup. Um really loved the camp I was with and you know, I was real I realized almost instantly in that moment actually when they were saying, "Okay, like don't expect to get out of here till Tuesday." Da 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 da. Like really one of the great things about being self-employed is like that moment hits and everyone else is panicked about work yeah and like how am I going to communicate with work and yeah blah 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 and you're like and I was kind of like you know what I'm in charge of my own schedule I scheduled in buffer with my clients no one's expecting to see me till Thursday like nice this is gonna be fine oh good exactly. and, and weirdly the only person that I was able to text was my dog sitter and she was like <laughs> I can hang around. It's not a big deal. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, well, I'm glad that worked out because you weren't like one of the therapists that was sending out, hey, due to weather (laughs) reasons, I'm unable to leave my trip. I did wind up actually moving um, the clients that I had scheduled for that Thursday. Like I wound up getting back even later than planned and was like, I'm not actually going to be back at my computer by then. So were you there the full time? I arrived on Sunday evening and was there until Tuesday, the following Tuesday afternoon. So wow. I wound up on playa like nine days. Yeah. Good amount of time. Yeah. We, ro- we want to do Burning Man, but we just have yet to like take the plunge and go. So I don't know. But the astrology, it is a lot. And the astrology for Burning Man doesn't look great for the next couple of years, according to one of our favorite astrologers that we follow. So we were yeah, like, OK, it. we'll we'll look at it and consider, you know, maybe next year, see how it plays out. But I like I've heard great stories about Burning Man. So I, I want to experience it at some point. 
Yeah, I mean, I also have a lot of shit to talk about Burning Man, but that can be a different mm, conversation. Yeah. No, this it's a, it's a both and. It's a both and. It's a big both and. Well, but, I, but I finally got the and this year. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, well, no, so this episode, we, well, like I told you just before we started recording here, I wanted to talk about <laughs> anger. Yes. Anger comes up a lot. One of, um, my, one of my favorite topics. Well, so the reason that I, and I thought you'd be great for this because- um, you know, just from like your book and like the conversation we had last time. And so I was like, okay, this would be the perfect time to have this discussion. Um, so I went to my Reiki girl. Um, I think this was like early July and I just, she was, you know, doing the Reiki on me and everything. And she was like, you just have this big ball of anger sitting right here on your chest. And I was like, and you were like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you're right. Like, <laughs> I was I was feeling that ball of anger and she was like she was like I keep hearing it's not fair you know there there's something that you just haven't felt was very fair and she was like she was saying all the things that came up she was like I really think you need to find a way to release this anger Mm -hmm. and she was like and I think you need to find a way to do it physically she was like she's like whatever forms of like speaking or like you know trying to express yourself like verbally has not been like um what you need to to do to process it. So I was like, okay. She was like, go have your tantrum. She was like, I feel a tantrum here. You need to go have your tantrum. And then when I was thinking about like everything that angered me and like, I made a big long list. It, it, this is a whole evening. Um, oh Cammie went I to go see this. her, her dude. And I had an I evening to there. myself. Yeah. yeah. And I went and just wrote like a big long list of everyone I was angry at. So I was like my ex-husband, because I had to do all the shit when we were separating. I had to sell the house. I had to sell the airplane. You should have taken a bigger cut. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I Cammy <laughs> because every time we fight, she doesn't like it when I yell. So it's like I have to like suppress my anger around her. And then I was like mad at one of my exes because I like when I looked at our relationship, I realized that like, it was just a lot of love bombing and trauma bonding all in one and it not, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I did all of this and then I was like, okay, now I need to, I was like, I've, I've identified what I'm angry about. I was like, now I need to like release this physically. So I put on Lincoln Park mm-hmm. on my ear phone or headphones. Cause Which I song, um, lying from you from, but also I had on loop some other ones like hit the floor, numb. Yeah. I'm a big Lincoln Park girl. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> same anyways so i put lincoln park on and then i just like let the rage like build and then i just took the pillows from my couch i made sure all the pets were out of the way and just started like smashing the pillows on the ground Uh and it felt so fucking good yeah i bet (laughs) it was like whatever that ball of anger was like it just exploded and then afterwards i literally felt a thousand pounds lighter yeah. Like, and then on top of that, I had like this tension in like my like na- or traps, neck area. I don't know what you want to call it. Anyways, I had this tension here and it like worked itself out mm-hmm. like the following days after that. Suddenly I was like, oh, wow. Like whatever that ball was right there. I was like, it's gone. Anyways, so cool. And then funny enough, like a week later, one of our friends, she was like telling us about some issues with her ex-husband or with her current husband. Um, and then she was just like, I just feel like I can never like express myself. She was like, I have a really hard time. Like I want to get angry and I want to like do something. She's like, but I never know how to. So I'm like, try the pillow thing. And so like, I realized in that moment, I was like, I bet, especially like, you know, in relationships, like with our partners, like you never want to get violent, but like sometimes you have anger that you want to express. And Mm -hmm. so I think people can get really lost on that. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. There was my little story of the of the anger. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I mean, the, I think the thing I love the most about that story is like that's actually like the practice that you just described for yourself mm-hmm. is actually something that I assign people sometimes. Really? Like nice. A- almost verbatim, like how you just laid that out. Oh, perfect. Okay. I came up with that so, on my own. So you're doing it to right. me. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I did it right. Irene's seal of approval. <laughs> perfect. I'll take it. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with you that I think like when it comes to being like in the context of relationship, Mm-hmm. we do get really lost on how to express that mm-hmm. because it's a different thing to take ourselves through that practice and feel like, you know, we've got the house to ourselves and we're going to like get the pets out of the way and just like really unleash it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're talking to someone, whether it's a friend or a partner or a sibling or whatever, whoever's sitting across from you, that anger is going to have an impact on them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and most of us, at least in this culture, as we're growing up, there's not really a lot of space for kids to be angry mm-hmm. and for that to like be acknowledged and accepted and okay. Yeah. Cause right? parents usually when they see the kid having a tantrum, they're like, no, no, they want to stop that. They want to contain it or they want to get them to a place where they calm down. Yeah. That's right. A good there's point. a lot of like, here's how to behave well, or like what's considered good behavior mm-hmm. as you're being raised. And most of it gets us suppressing our anger or avoiding our anger or disconnected from our anger. Right. Like think of like all the kids that you knew in like middle school who were deemed like the bad, mm-hmm. you know, the like yeah. rebel kids or who were having a hard time, like really going through something. They had plenty of reasons to be angry, mm-hmm. but like, it gets displaced in this way because they can't do it at home. Right. Yeah. And cause like we live in this culture that's like, doesn't understand how to process it. Doesn't understand like how to give people that outlet. And so once you've spent, you know, 20 something years operating that way, and then you get into adulthood, you like to, to work with anger in a healthy way. Most of us have to like unlearn something, relearn something Mm -hmm. about how to actually like feel it and express it and communicate it. Uh, I I mean, I'll tell you a lot of the people who show up in front of me for sessions have a hard time even feeling anger. Interesting. Wait, why? Like they like identifying it as anger or in what way? Sometimes identifying it as anger. Um, But sometimes it's so deeply ingrained that anger is not an option Mm. that they've gotten pretty deep into adulthood just like without it being in their emotional lexicon. Interesting. Ooh, so then what does it transpire into? Well, I find, Mm. and this is like really just kind of anecdotal from my own practice, but a lot of those clients will have some other like level of dysregulation in the body mm-hmm. and we'll have to kind of be working through like, okay, you're not speaking up for yourself or you're not allowing yourself to acknowledge what harm has been done to you by other people or where your boundaries are being violated. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's often is a very like, I'm the problem. I should be figuring out how to take better care of myself people pleaser 101 like you people pleaser and and kind of like self-targeting yeah right, of well like, yeah. No, that's what i'm saying as a people pleaser sometimes like you know you take 
that and instead of like realizing it like oh the person did this and it's making me feel this instead they're like oh this is all my fault i did this and yeah yeah right and yeah. for me it's like the skill set we're missing there is being able to add like feeling like we can be effective at advocating for ourselves yeah right yeah. and saying like oh this actually doesn't work for me and i need you to do something about it for yeah. a lot of us especially if we you know grew up that way of feeling like anger is not an emotion i'm allowed to feel we're also missing that skill set of like, hey, something's not working for me here. Let's work it out differently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I feel like I like, I don't think as kids we ever had tantrums a lot. I'm trying to think of that. But I do feel like as teenagers, we expressed anger a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My and anger is in the form of crying profusely. So well, <laughs> we would like we would physically fight as teenagers. Oh, yeah, that's and true. Um, one time Nikki came home, she made me so mad. I took the back of her head, scrunched up her hair, and smashed her head against the wall. It was really bad. We were violent. It was bad. We yep. have scars. Um, yeah. I think it's been past seven years, so a lot of them have gone away. But like, Nikki one time took a ladle and oh, smacked my pinky so hard. Oof. People are gonna think we're like we, we, we oh, grew like out my of that. hands like started tingling when yeah. you say yeah. <laughs> But but I never like They're I guess straight. I've I, I've always been able to like identify when I've been angry. It's just like in my obviously my adulthood I've like mm -hmm. you know figured that like you know can't be expressed as we did when in we were teenagers. Ways. Yeah, in violent ways can't be yeah, expressed. We can't like that. Yeah, no, we can't. <laughs> no, I mean what I appreciated about like my ex husband was that like him and I would like we would allow each other to like yell and like really raise our voices if we wanted to mm -hmm. if or if like or like if we wanted to like have a lot of expression in the way that we said things like that was okay and we had conversations about that we were like i don't mind if you're yelling da 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 or i was like cammy when we're fighting like she doesn't like yelling mm -hmm. so well, it's our like parents they are yelled so a lot. much when yeah. they're angry our mm -hmm. parents yell so much so the way that for me that that's like evolved through time is that like when I'm angry, I don't want to, uh, sometimes like if I'm ultra angry, I will yell. But if I'm not, if I'm just like regular angry, um, I will most likely like cry or I'll get like in this really quiet tone void like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like I yeah. just like, I bring it down, but like, like it's very, very focused. And yep. Direct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then afterwards, like, I don't really know. I feel like for me, I think about like how I let myself express anger and usually like I try to contain it so much. And then mm -hmm. afterwards, like I find myself like needing to like shake Erupt. it out. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you two are so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that good? <laughs> well, my therapist, my somatic therapist uh -huh. uh, told me like whenever I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I need to like dispel it, like to make sure that like at the end of like the the confrontation or whatever she was like one of the things that we came up with that works for me is to like shake it out like a dog uh, yeah yeah exactly Literally. yeah i mean it, right so I, I mean i'm being a little facetious but like it is actually really healthy to like let yourself go through the wave of emotion mm -hmm. and then figure out what your body needs to actually like complete the cycle of whatever that emotion is yes i used to not be able to do that I would yep. always get stuck in the like, what do I do now? And now I've been able to figure out how to do it. Same. I love that's. I feel like my journey, at least especially recently, before I had, I would go to the gym, I would go on a walk or run, or whatever. But now I'm like, okay, if I can, if I can throw the pillow or like have that little moment or whatever, then I, I feel a lot better. 
Um, but it did make me wonder, like, you know, for couples, like, mm-hmm. you know, or for like, kind of like you said earlier, if not everyone has like that container, like I'm always, I'm very curious to see like what ways you would recommend for people to, to like, you know, help release anger together in a way in whatever way they can because i was thinking about that i was like okay like you know my ex and i we had our ways but like you know in the future like you know that might look different with someone else and i don't know but the whole thing made me really curious Mm -hmm. so well so i think it's it's a really interesting and i feel important topic actually as i was on my way over here i was thinking about like i was just thinking about somatics in general and what i wish people knew more Mm -hmm. in like stepping into somatics and actually what I was thinking about was getting more in touch with anger and grief really Mm, grief yeah because I I think people often see it as like okay I'm gonna get into somatics to unlock wherever I'm stuck and like mostly feel good right like feel better in my body in addressing anxiety or depression or whatever's bringing you into some somatic modality Mm -hmm. and the thing is, is that as we start working with the body more and building your capacity to feel your feelings, more likely than not, you're going to also be feeling more anger and sadness and mm-hmm. whatever those feelings are as well. Because as you unlock more, start, yeah, you right. start finding like, things that you didn't know were there. Right. And and if we're doing somatic work effectively, what we're building up is our ability to feel whatever's there. Mm-hmm. We're not dictating what the feelings are we have to process like whatever's showing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to more directly answer your question, I think when people are, are working with anger in the context of a couple, mm-hmm. it really depends on those particular individuals' relationship to anger mm. and if they have mm. certain triggers around anger. Because, well, I, I want to sit here and say that like expressing your anger however you need to should should in in air quotes for anyone who's listening um be an option and should be on the table if that triggers your partner in a way where they either shut down Mm -hmm. or get kind of like over threshold activated they're no longer in the process with you yeah Mm -hmm. and so like because that's going to throw them into something else right so like maybe you've expressed your anger but to what end like has it actually addressed anything with them if then they're no longer able to be like present with you Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so when we're doing that kind of communication work in a couple it's useful to understand okay, does my partner have a shutdown response to anger or Mm -hmm. does it really quickly get them activated like more in the direction of anger or anxiety or, you know, the other end of that spectrum? Um, Or triggers, you know? Yeah. Right. And, And then kind of understanding as the starting point, what are the ways that we can kind of like build up the tolerance for expressing anger? Hmm. And it might mean that like at first when I feel angry towards a partner, I'm going to go have that one-on-one tantrum with myself, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to go do all the like getting it out of my body that I need to on my own and then be able to come to my partner and say, hey, can we talk about something that made me angry at some point? And like you schedule that conversation and then it's a very like calm, chill, chill communication that they've had some heads up about. And so Mm. they're, well, and again, depending on the person, for some people that's anxiety provoking. They want to just hear about it. Some people 
like the heads up and some time to prep. Um, Interesting. But then there's other things where, you know, I'm thinking about actually in, in my own personal life, I was like really, really, really angry with my partner this summer. And there was a period of that like kind of building up without me getting to like fully express it or like we would talk about it and Mm -hmm. I would, and I kept saying, I don't feel like I'm fully getting this across. Mm -hmm. And he kind of, and like he started to be like, okay, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like, like, what do you, I think I'm hearing you. Like I hear that you're angry and I was kind of like, yeah, but I'm still angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Like, like it's not coming out of my body toward you. Like you're not seeing yeah. how intense it is in my body because I've gotten so good at kind of just like having the conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And, and there came a point where it was like, okay, I'm really going to just like get this out of my system in, in sort of having the tantrum in front of you. Mm. Oh, how did that go? It, it went well and I felt way more satisfied at the end of it. And I felt like what I had been trying to say had landed in a way that was more impactful. Mm. And I think we were able to do that in part because we'd been having that conversation so many times and it was like, okay, something's not mm-hmm. like fully aligning. Yeah. Like clicking. Yeah. Um, and also because we waited, I think until he was in a place where he was available for that. Yeah. Mm. Right. And like, that's part of the, like hold space for it. Yeah. Right. Like he had the capacity then to hear me differently than like when that, tension point like first arose Mm -hmm. okay makes sense right so I think there's also a question of like how available are both people to actually have that conversation Mm -hmm. or have that tantrum space Mm -hmm. (laughs) create it yeah (laughs) yeah whatever you want to call it container for anger (laughs) yeah and I I mean you know the the last time I was here we were talking about like being in your animal body to kind of yeah. like work things out after like maybe one of you's been on a date with someone else. Yeah. I think there's a lot of similarity mm-hmm. in that in, like, yeah. actually getting to like express anger with your body and like mm. slam a pillow down or like stomp your feet. I I mean I will actually have clients do this thing that I call dead bug where like you lie on your back and yeah. you put your arms and legs up in the air and just like scream and kick and shake and like you're actually like throwing a two-year-old temper tantrum yeah love that love that i think that's great yeah. I, the animal thing is still one of my most favorite things i've ever heard <laughs> i still think about that all the Nikki time talks about it all the time <laughs> i do i do. have you tried it <laughs> i haven't yet well actually um not like with another person mm-hmm. i'm not dating anyone currently um but i will say whenever i was having my tantrum i did at one point get on all fours and just like shake mm-hmm. and just kind of like try to like let it all kind of have like that final like release towards the end um and it was just so funny because like at that point my dog like kind of came came out of the room and was like coming up to me and like started like licking my face and I was like I'm okay I know the animals it was actually uh we just put this together the other day um when we were trying to do Reiki on my dog because he's the one that when we both got hit by a car and um it was the funniest thing because he doesn't chew anything in the house except for his toys except for his toys he's really good about like not chewing anything in the house except his toys but we found that like a couple times we let him out he chewed one pillow 
Huh. Um, and it happened to be the pillow that I kept repeatedly slamming across the room when I was angry. Oh, interesting. And so my, the Reiki girl was like, she was like, he's absorbing a lot of your stuff. She was like, he feels like angry for you. Um, and it had to do with my abandonment stuff, but she was like, and then that's when it clicked for us that like the pillow that I was using to have my tantrum with is the pillow that my dog chewed because he was like, fuck you. Oh my God. I love it. I thought it was the cutest thing, but yeah, the animal body is still one of my favorite things. And we actually told that to our friend too. And, um, when she was asking, you know, about ways to like help with some of the anger that she was feeling, I was like, try the animal body and they have land so i was mm-hmm. like get out there and just like <laughs> go, to yeah. nature. <laughs> go to nature get out there shake it out whatever you need to do um but i mean kind of to to the whole anger thing i had a point that i just lost when i was thinking about dobito and licking my face <laughs> oh uh jealousy i was thinking mm. beca- because like at least for me um and i kind of like the conversation where it's like you know you can have a discussion over and over but like sometimes like you need to kind of have the tantrum and i feel like at least in some of my previous relationships jealousy was one of those ones that like you'd kind of get stuck on and Mm -hmm. you'd have the conversation a lot but like you never like at least for me there were some cases where like it wasn't ever really fully resolved it was just kind of like okay well that's just like inner work for you and inner work for me and like we'll get back to it later Mm -hmm. i remember that was the case with my ex-husband and so like as you were saying that i was like i don't think that like at least back then we had really gotten into like maybe some of like the anger or any of like those kind of emotions that came with jealousy that was like starting to like build up and so like even though we were talking about it and like trying to like intellectualize it and you know work through that and like you know have the discussions it like never really always progressed or never really fully progressed because i like when i think back to it i just don't think we ever actually like acknowledged maybe the way that like our body was like storing that and internalizing it so that mm-hmm. was an interesting well i think the other thing that comes up for me in that example is Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm having a little deja vu. Maybe I said this last time. Hmm. But but one, I think probably like the number one piece of like relationship research that changed my perspective on relationships was the Gottman Institute did this study where like what they distilled out of it basically was that 69% of conflict in relationship is unsolvable. Mm. Did you say that in the last episode? I don't remember that. Maybe, I, maybe I didn't. Or it might've been I, another podcast or something, but yeah, yeah maybe you just hit a checkpoint. That's how I see deja vu. Deja vu. But 69%. Okay. That's a funny number. Um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, are we sure they didn't manipulate the research here just to like pull it over? It was all 68, but we rounded it up to 69. Yeah, exactly. They were like, this is too close. We got to make it better. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you think about that, that's like a. a that's a. It's a big, big percentage. It's yeah. a big percentage of any conflict that you might be experiencing in yeah. intimacy, right? So the thing that I think is important to understand, like, 
what I take from that mm-hmm. is we're not necessarily going to have every tension point turn into something that like we find the new agreement and then it goes away. Yeah, mm. that's fair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like I, I think everyone, everyone on the face of the planet who's been in intimate relationship before has had the experience of feeling like, okay, I feel like we're having the same argument over and over again. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. She has to like agree to disagree. That's you and I. <laughs> Which also I want to hear about that. <laughs> no. uh, well, um, so it's funny. Well, no, 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 continue, continue. Well, so the 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 thing for me about that is it's not how do we resolve the the issue. Mm-hmm. It's how do we communicate better about it and express ourselves more clearly and manage it differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's, it's it. not necessarily like how do we solve this problem. It's how do we collaborate Learn on navigating it. Yeah, yeah. Right, understanding that it's probably just going to be like part of our dynamic. Yeah. yeah. And that for me actually is like a huge permission slip to just have a container around anger where it's like, yeah, if we're going to keep hitting on this thing, if we're going to keep having anger come up, that's okay. That's not necessarily a bad thing unless it's like really detrimental to one of us or both of us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. <coughs> But how do we get more comfortable with each other expressing anger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and actually, you could tie that into jealousy, non-monogamy. Yeah. yeah. I'm mean, always going to have to just deal about with anything. that. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, like, in that example, when we're talking about jealousy, it's like we can get more comfortable with the dynamics of non-monogamy and some of us are always going to experience jealousy. Yeah. And some of us are going to maybe not experience jealousy for a really long time and then have that one scenario where it comes online like super fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And you might feel angry about it and that's okay. But being able to discern part of what I think is really useful about like having those body practices where you get it out of your physical body mm-hmm. is then afterwards you're it's easier to discern what am I upset about in a way that maybe actually needs addressing? Mm-hmm. Like, is there something left over that tells me I want to change uh, something about the actual dynamic here, or I want to amend the agreements that we have, mm-hmm. or I really need my partner to just hear this one thing as opposed to when you're in like the heat of all the anger, it can kind of be like a big internal jumble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. I really like what you said about the permission slip because I do agree that like it might like for some people hearing like you're probably not going to resolve it. So just like learn how to navigate it is probably like in some ways like a big, you know, weight off your shoulders because it's true. We're not always going to be able to like resolve everything. So, well, yeah. and I think it kind of takes that like ideal partner thing like yeah out of being like so hyper romanticized. Yep. For yeah. Me. You know what I mean? Of like if you're looking for the quote unquote, the one or like the perfect fit and you think that that's not going to have any conflict or tension in it, like Mm -hmm. good luck. Yeah, no, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, mean, honestly, like I think so much of a relationship is like learning how to fight together. Totally. Like, and I, and I think back to like my marriage, you know, we were together 10 years and like majority of that time was learning how to fight in the beginning. We sucked at it. Then we found some new methods and then, you know, new things would come up and like, and then we'd have to like revisit some old methods, but then also come up with new ones. And so it's like, 
you know, because, and I, I feel like we experience that now living together where yeah. we haven't fought this much since, you know, we lived together back in high school, yeah. except obviously oh, yeah. now we're living, like, living with people is, <laughs> it's thing. hard. It's, it's hard. really it's tough. Fucking hard. And, and it like does like incite a lot of conflict. So it's like, you know, that's why we started therapy was because we needed to like learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. And so like for couples or for anyone, like with, you know, relationships where like, you know, you spend a lot of time together, business partnerships, like whatever, like it's always good to spend some time like learning how to fight and being like, okay, I need to do this. What do you need to do? How are we going to attack this? Like all those things, because if you don't, then, you know, you're just going to be like constantly running up against these walls. And then I'm and I mean, at least for us, like, you know, even if sometimes we feel like it's just stalemate after stalemate, at least like we know that we like have tools and we communicate and we like open up and we get vulnerable. But like, I know a lot of people don't always Mm -hmm. like have kind of like what you were saying earlier, you know, based on their programming from, you know, their childhood or whatever, they may not always have kind of like that, um, those pathways to like, know, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how I'm going to identify this blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it's a really tough thing overall like as a subject and very nuanced but it's something that i think like at every relationship it's like how do we learn how to fight and i mean i'm i'm so on board with everything you're saying and i'm one of the things that i say to clients a lot that actually i touch on in the book a fair amount is that when we understand how to navigate conflict effectively it can be really 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 supportive to deepening our intimacy Mm -hmm. like understanding what those pain points are for other people and learning more about them in ourselves and and for most of us it's like actually really corrective to have our pain or our frustration or our anger held in relationship Mm -hmm. and feel like Mm -hmm. it's safe to express it in relationship and yeah, there's there's a lot of like deeper connection that comes out of learning how to do that well. Mm-hmm. And makeup sex, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss that so much. Like a next partnership I have, I'm starting a fight just so we can have makeup sex. I mean, I get it <laughs> because like, and uh, oftentimes you know, anger can feel a lot like arousal to the body, mm-hmm. at least um so yeah no, but no, i only I agree. had that happen once really anger to arousal um with my ex-fiance yep just once actually wait you know what no with my ex mike that happened twice hmm. three I, times yeah three times <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll i'll never forget saying something about hate fucking people and my partner being like what <laughs> <laughs> he didn't understand hate fucking no really yeah wow and i was like oh weird really yeah because i that was like one of my nice fight well (laughs) go home and start an argument i don't know i also think there's a little bit of a gender thing there like most female identifying people that i talk to are like yeah duh and like i think some men that i talk to relate to it but more often than not it's like something that That I, i think there's different gender relationships there I would be curious to learn more about that. Maybe we should do a poll on our page because now I want to know, do men... Wait, Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) What's your opinion on hate fucking? (laughs) He said it depends. Okay. Well, I mean... That's interesting. I also want to, like, note, for example, for some men who maybe have suppressed anger for so long and, like, don't know how to express it. I think that's every man, but yeah, keep going. (laughs) 
<laughs> not to I'm sorry, men, but like it's no, it's but true. I, I feel like, you know, for some men it's channeled into like being scared of how to like unleash their anger because they think, mm-hmm. you know, there's always that like societal you know cloud of like you know don't hit your woman and it's like it's not what you want to do you want to probably hit something but not her so you know right but don't hit the drywall either because then you know that's not great for your hand and on top of that now you have a hole to fix just throw a pillow yeah throw a pillow throw a pillow punch punch your couch punch the pillow punch the couch the couch can take it like exactly the wall cannot a punching bag why are you punching hard things exactly and see that's the thing it's like i think expressing anger you know you do need to have some safety around it that's why like for me like you know it was with pillows i made sure the pets were out of the way and like i was very cognizant of those things Mm -hmm. because i was like i'm not harming myself or anyone around me just the pillow mm-hmm. and i even like thanked the pillow afterwards because like the pillow may not be a being but you know the, i i i still think yeah, the you pillow, are yeah for like taking my energy and kind of like really giving me that and moment. honestly the pillow stored the energy because then no going after it <laughs> my dog i still can't get over we that. literally one time we were i forgot where we were going but um, we weren't going to be home. We weren't going to be home for like a few hours. So we let we left Lobo outside of his kennel. And you just, you know, we have a little camera set up inside the house. And you just, you like take the pillow, put it on the floor. And then he like, he's made this huge gash in it. And he's just like taking out all the stuffing and like, <laughs> it was so cute. It was oh adorable to watch. I was like pissed because there's fluff everywhere. But I was like, this Aww. is so cute. But yeah, but that that's, I think that's a thing, you know, for, to keep in mind, just don't harm yourself or the environment around you or the drywall. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I mean, as you were saying that, I'm thinking, I think the flip side of it is a lot of, when I was saying earlier that a lot of the people who wind up in front of me have a hard time even feeling anger, hmm. there's the people pleasing component, but then there is also like the the more like broad socialized gender component mm-hmm. where I think a lot of the messaging for men is like here are the avenues where anger is okay yep right like here are the expressions of anger that are socially acceptable and for women there actually aren't really any of those no no in right. fact then we get called crazy bitches or whatever and Mad yeah right. yeah so, <laughs> so like there's a, a lot of the the women that I wind up working with have have just learned that that's like not mm-hmm. an option at all and yeah. they've learned how to be peacekeeper and that's not, true. not like respond to things with anger but to co- constantly be able to like see things from someone else's perspective mm-hmm. or you know kind of glaze over validate their feelings yeah yeah right one time i don't know why this reminded me of that but one time in college i was um i had a coworker who had like a one or two year old little boy and they were, um, she was a single mom. They were um, shopping at a grocery store. And, like, he got mad about something, you know, didn't get the candy, whatever. <clears throat> and he just started screaming, like, in the middle of the aisle. So she just looked at him and she just started screaming with him. Just at the top of her lungs, just, ah! I love that. And, and then she's, yeah. she said she did that. And then all of a sudden he stopped. Yeah. And he just, like, looked at her. And then they like did it a little bit more together and then he stopped and then it was fine. I love I that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that so much. If well, I ever have kids, I'm going to do the same thing. And I, well, <laughs> because, because there's also, I mean, there's, 
Oh my god, I could talk about anger for days. Exactly. I know. I'm like, I love this topic. topic. <laughs> could go on forever. I love this but topic. Like, one of the things that that often comes up, I'm thinking of a few clients I have who like we do sessions when like their kid is in the other room, like somewhere mm, in the house mm-hmm. where like you know I'll be inviting them into a tantrum or something, and they're like, well, I I can't I can't go there because like my kid down the hall will get upset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like they're concerned about how that expression is going to impact their children. And right. like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And I also want us to be modeling for kids. Yeah. You can be angry. Yeah. And yeah. there are okay ways of tapping into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And exactly. And yeah. when we've gotten so deep into that pattern of like, I have to contain it so much it can build up in this way where like then we're really afraid to tap into it at all because we think it's going to completely overwhelm our system. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's something that I work on a lot with clients when we're starting to tap into it. Like the people who have kind of completely disconnected from anger and we want to start feeling it a little bit. That's one of the things that comes up so much is like, well, I don't, I don't want to go there because like then I won't get back to feeling it. Like it'll just take over my life for like a week. It'll mm-hmm. be the only thing I can feel. Yeah. And so there's a lot of work that we do around like, how do you tap into it and then come back out? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, how do you like let your body know that we're going to feel this for a short amount of time and then be able to contain it again? Mm-hmm. I think for me personally, like at least how I went into my little tantrum, because, you know, it was a lot of anger that I released. And I remember when I wrote everything down, I realized I was like, wow, I've been holding on to a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's why for me, I think... I chose or I queued up like five or six songs and I was like, I'm going to do this until I like, well, a, the little playlist is over, but also I was like, until I feel like at least in this moment, I've released just about everything that I can in throwing these pillows. So I can start in terms of like exerting my body in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I actually kind of finished a little bit early. I didn't even get through all six songs. I think <laughs> <Wow>. it was. <laughs> my top like five or six Lincoln Bark songs, but I will send it. Um, but anyways, like <clears throat> I got through, I think it was like three, maybe four songs. And then like, I just kind of felt myself like really just like, <sighs> like, and just, I felt my arms were already getting a little tired at that point. And I'm like, okay, I think I've had it. And I told myself too, I was like, if I need to return back to this, I can, but like instead, um, actually what I did, uh, what I started cleaning. Uh-huh. <laughs> at 9 p.m. at night and yep. I started cleaning. Yep. Because at that the point apartment I was, was yep. spotless when I returned. You yeah. two are so healthy. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I will. I really feel like my my somatic therapy has just helped me leaps and bounds. Yeah. So I'm the just, work y'all do is Yeah. No, I agree. I didn't like I and I just think people need to tap into the body so much more. I love talking about things. We have a podcast, obviously. I love talking and I'm all about, you know, like verbally and like intellectualizing, Wait, whatever. We should but, host an anger night. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Wait, yes. I just got like flashes of like I uh, I went on a surprise date to a rage room a few months ago and it was like, I <laughs> love that. Oh my God. Just the best <laughs> surprise date to, <laughs> to a, a rage room. room. Wow. What a combo. Yeah. yeah. Like we, like the car started driving and I was like, I don't know where we're going. Like we'll Shit. find it. And like the whole way there, it was like an hour long drive. Cause like, you know, out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like five minutes before we got there, I figured it out. 
Which was like weird because we were going to a town that I'd never been to. But I was like, what could this possibly be? And then I was like, oh, love that. I'm angry. That's a great idea. Tell. Yeah. (laughs) But how supportive. And like, what a great. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I actually really like that idea. Um, We'll have the the Lincoln Park. The playlist. Yeah. 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 And a (laughs) fuck ton of pillows. Amazing. I'm trying to think what else you could use besides pillows or like something else that like could be a really good. I've got some. I could see like breaking pencils could be really like therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Or like Like, old stuffed animals that you can like rip apart. Yeah. Something like that would be great too. Well. So. I don't know. To anyone listening, I just want you to know you can have your tantrum. Go do it safely in a way that like feels healthy. Give yourself the space to do it. Figure out how you and your partner, maybe you each need a tantrum, especially after like the kids have a tantrum and like, you know, so like each of you take five minutes in the bedroom. You go have your tantrum and I'll go have mine after. <laughs> Leave the kid <laughs> pillow for me. <laughs> I have like a tantrum pillow. I don't know. I just like I, ever since that moment for me, I just started getting like so much more like into my anger but like Mm -hmm. in a way that i was like i feel like i'm finally and you know here i am almost 30 years old finally learning how to like really express it in some ways and i was it it felt like really proud and i just like wanted to like share it because i'm like i want other people to know like you can do this like you can you can find ways to like get that ball of anger out of you yeah well and uh, what i was thinking about when you were saying that you didn't even get to the last song Mm -hmm. is like also with those clients who are afraid that it's going to be really overwhelming and just like take over for them when we actually fully get into it Mm -hmm. like when you get into like the full expression of that coming out of your body and you stay with it long enough for it to like come to completion it's not actually that long yeah for you for you to like get the full wave out but it's about getting like into the full expression of it Mm -hmm. right and then your body sort of naturally brings you to the place of like okay i'm done for now yeah right like there might be more anger to process yeah but But if i but if i let myself ride that wave Mm -hmm. then that wave eventually comes to the shore no i agree because i kind of thought the same thing where i was like i thought i was going to be in it like a lot longer but once i like really like fully committed into it and I was just like really throwing everything all over the place like I realized just like especially like with big movements like you really wind up and throw them <laughs> like with that like it's so much exertion that like it really does take a lot out of you mm-hmm. and so like you feel it kind of like come pretty quick or mm-hmm. go pretty quickly yeah so a thousand percent I We're, loved this episode yeah which, I just wanted which is just like one more plug I think for like actually figuring out ways to to work it out in your partnerships your relationships whatever because like when if you think about like if you're not expressing your anger fully mm-hmm. and you're trying to contain it all the time mm-hmm. there's like a low level of tension that's yeah. going to carry mm-hmm. through around that yeah like, and it's going to be present in everything right and it's probably going to show up in the form of resentment eventually yeah <clears throat> resentment could be disease could yeah be, eventually you know, it'll yeah. manifest into disease you know because like the body that's like what our bodies do if we just ignore something for long enough so or like, it, I mean, if we're talking about it in the context with a partner, if you're not getting your anger across for long enough, you're just going to be annoyed with everything all in that time. partnership all the time. Yeah. Yep. Versus everything they do that wrong breath, wrong chew, whatever. Like you're just going to be like, <laughs> right. like you got to get it out. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I do like you. Yeah. yeah. You're not I that bad. don't mind the way you swallow. <laughs> <laughs> well... I think that's time. Are we? (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh yeah, but, we're there. Uh, but yeah, Irene, thank you for joining us for this conversation. Yeah, I knew you'd so be the perfect person me. to do it. I was like, as soon as I was like, oh, I want to have a, talk, a conversation about this. I was like, Irene. So thank I, you. When you said that, I was just, I was so thrilled. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I was like, yes. Good. Always, always yes to anger. And let's well, let's plan the the anger night. I think yeah. that'd be a really fun event. Yeah. thousand percent. Uh, but if you want to plug yourself, feel free. Yeah. I mean, can, I'm Irene Morning. You can find me on Instagram at Irene underscore morning. Um, my website is irenemorning.com. Um, if you haven't yet read my book, you can get a free copy through my website. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. wow. And then it's also, is it also on Amazon? It's also on Amazon. If, if you're like me and you like to actually hold the thing, you can the get book? it on Amazon. And nice. It's the polyamory paradox. Great book. Highly recommend. Yes. And y'all know where to find us at Double Teen Podcast or DoubleTeenPodcast.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks We're for joining. We're going to pillow sales. <laughs> We're <Where are laughs> <those> guys. <laughs> <laughs>